dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that is Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce and uh, we're going to get into a big round nine and uh, talk a little bit about what happened in round eight, Sauce. Yeah, sort of the, the midway point, Pez, where most teams have played half the league once. It's not coming into the buy rounds and uh, you sort of make or break by now. You know, the teams that are, are struggling, the teams that are going well and uh, most of the teams that uh, have that opportunity to bounce back, Pez. A couple of impressive wins on the weekend and a couple of t- teams still still falling. Yeah, and a couple of big games and uh, hard hard to tip in a you know in normal tipping competition. You know when you get to a a, a round and you've got oh, three or four games where you're like, oh, I don't actually know. I've got to really think about it. I've got to wait for teams. I've got to you know look at recent form and things like that. That's when that's it gets us every week, Pez, <laughs> waiting, <laughs> waiting for teams. <laughs> it is, but that's when it when it gets really really uh, tough and really difficult. But it, it's good to see the competition molding, and I think you've got the two front runners in Melbourne and Brisbane at the top. You got the the next uh, lot who are fighting for a final spot, and then you got the uh, the bottom dwellers, and then you have uh, North. So go from there. There's the there's the summary <laughs> of uh, so far 2022. Yeah, I mean, you sort of would say that by now, the eight rounds in, the the top four, uh, well, four of those teams that are in the top four now are probably making the top eight, and it's that bottom four is whether they reach into the top four or whether one or two of those teams drop out. And you're looking there, Western Bulldogs, Port Adelaide on the outside. Other than that, you'd probably say the season's over for the rest of them. Oh, season over. What a what a great segue. Well done, Source, for confusing the <laughs> shit out of all the listeners here. Season over, it's, it's round eight. What are we talking about here? <laughs> well, uh, normally we hold this on to the end of the year when we're talking about seasons over for the teams and uh, when it comes to finals and we do the review. But, Piers, I thought it was an appropriate uh, segment considering some of the, the stories we've had this week and uh, it fits perfectly for, for some of the big stories. Yeah, well, uh, one of the biggest stories didn't really involve football, did it? And it involved... Uh, Nine West Coast Eagles players, which uh, they only had 21 available to play <laughs> and, and nine of them decided to uh, he- head to the nightclub the night after they had a 109-point thumping from the Richmond Tigers. Yeah, and it wasn't a disciplined thing, Pez. It was they obviously, you know, um, attended a nightclub. Jackson Nelson, Josh Rotham, Jake Waterman, Hugh Dixon, Patrick Nash, Campbell Chaser, Rhett Bazo were hit with uh, $5,000 fines for... Attending a high-risk environment, um, you know, linking to, to nightclub, but I, I thought the, the high-risk uh, environment was get anywhere getting near the pill on them the day before. Well, the, the high-risk <laughs> environment is going to a nightclub and showing your face. Like, uh, you just <laughs> lost by 109 points the day before. It's not like, hey, look at me, I'm an AFL footballer. Oh, how'd you go? How'd you go this oh. week? Oh, we, yeah, no, I don't want to talk about it. Maybe they were practising some of their footwork on the dance floor there, Pez, and, uh, but they definitely had been practising social distancing the day before. So uh, what are your thoughts on this, Pez? Some of these players are... Are not even full-time players, and they've been stung with uh, replacement-style fines. Oh, this is this is extremely difficult, and it's because of the situation over in Western Australia and the, the struggles that the West Coast Eagles organisation have had. Uh, we know the Eagles hated the hub a couple of years ago when they were stuck in the Gold Coast, and they were very, very bitchy about it. Because they couldn't it. go to nightclubs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But now uh, you've got the players trying to do a normal thing in you know in people's lives, in, in young, young people's lives there, but... 
in this kind of situation when your club's really struggling, you'd think the club would have had a conversation, hey, don't don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. These are the do's and don'ts. Um, we'll, oh, I don't know, we'll reimburse you, we'll, we'll get something because you guys are going to be saving our season and not having to fold and things like that. And on the other hand, you, you'll have people saying, let them live their lives and let them go. But it's the, it's the high risk of the, the COVID and being around a lot of people. Yeah, it's a tough one, Pez. As a as a uh, young footballer who's uh, probably not going to have an AFL career after this season, you want to you want to make the most of uh, using the the you know second grade uh, star status and, and go out to a nightclub. But you are right; it, it's going to be about the bigger issue here and the safety concerns for for the rest of the league. And you know, for the first time in a long time, Pez, uh, most weeks there is many teams being hit with gastro illnesses and, and flu flu illnesses. We need to be containing these gentlemen to be able to play in the game. And then whilst it is a bit of fun on the weekends and after a big loss, it's good to sort of drown your sorrows. It's not the right way to do it. Go to the club rooms um, and just, yeah, <laughs> it's not on pairs. Do it behind closed doors, uh, house party style like the uh, Brisbane boys do it after <laughs> after a win usually. But uh, Josh Rotham was one and it was just like, um, oh, you went to the nightclub, you've been exposed, uh, but just we're not gonna we're not going to punish you just yet because... We need you to come to uh, to <laughs> Brisbane and, and and play up there in uh, bad conditions against a, a, a very high side, and our lines are going to be like minus seventy two and a half. So it's going to be really fun. Yeah, well done for them covering it. Well done for covering the line. Uh, he made a difference there. So uh, yeah, those seasons over for those boys, uh, pairs, and there's not much really to talk to. It's it's disappointing that in this sort of world that we live in, that people are still taking those risks uh, that put uh, that jeopardise the rest of the you know people are doing the right thing. Yeah, well, the the bad thing for them is it jeopardizes the whole AFL competition when they when they play against things like that. So you got to wonder how the players are going to feel and and how we keep going. But season over for West Coast, they're down the bottom we, with a couple of other players and uh, uh, another season over source was um, a, a coach I heard. Yeah, you heard it here first, actually, Pez. Uh, we've been talking about this for three or four years now. Leon Cameron. Um, now he didn't quit. He was. It was a mutual agreement, and pretty not probably Pez. It's probably the first time this actually was a mutual agreement because GWS sort of was, you know, didn't want to, uh, end his, you know, ex- sorry, they didn't want to extend him halfway through a season because obviously he hasn't really performed. Well, you know, whether he has performed is another thing, but he sort of labelled his side as boring as the weekend. We, we definitely think that he's lost the playing group. The, the club's not confident with him, but yeah, I think his season's over. And uh, there's two real questions here, Pez. Has his stint at the Giants been a success? Uh, no, not with uh, the talent and the list that he had. But you, you did say we have been going on that, that Clarko should have taken over uh, a long time ago and uh, it, w- it was a perfect opportunity before he even left Hawthorne. But Brad Scott started this bullshit. He started this bullshit of... <laughs> this uh, mutual agreement. Oh, I'm going to yeah, mutually agree. I'm going to head off with, with my head held high before you sack me the next week. So did he get the tap on the shoulder? Hey, Leon, we're, we're going to have to part ways here. Um, do you want to... Do you want to quit and resign or do you want us to announce that you're fired? What's going to be better for your future? It's going to be better that he's going to do that because he's going to get an assistant coaching job somewhere. So does he, his, his contract get paid out if he steps down? Oh, that's a great question. I uh, I don't know. I think there might have been a monetary value Good word. Uh, agreed upon if he was to step forward and do that. It might not have been... The rest of his contract, but uh, yeah, it'll hold him in good stead for the future, and he'll still work in the AFL. I got a question for you, Pez, to follow up with the, with the season over aspect. I got two actually. The first one is we, we rate the success based on premierships only. Richmond and GWS obviously played in that famous grand final where they got absolutely robbed. They play that game ten times. 
Who wins the game? Who wins the bigger percentage? How many times did GWS win if they play that game ten times? How many games did GWS win? If if they if they play Richmond ten times on that same day, same event, is the result the same every time? Jeez, Richmond would be tired after the first four wins, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> but we, you remember on that day, Pez, we were pretty confident in that list. We were confident in the, in, in the way they were playing. They were playing better. What do you reckon? They win three out of seven? Three out of ten? Three sorry? out of ten. I, I would be around three, around four. Um, four if they're, if they're lucky there. But, you know, they've got the, they had the talent. They had Toby Green up forward. So they, he can go off in a, in a game of footy. It's three hours. But uh, obviously the better side, and we saw uh, years after that, so Richmond Tigers. So if if uh, any you know what's that seventy percent of those other days don't don't occur, are we rating a success? They've only missed the finals uh, once in the last six years. They've won a final in five of the last six years. The only other team to do that is Geelong. Sustained success with no premiership is that success? Their their benchmark was too high. So yep, agreed. The benchmark in the, in the competition, they were expected to do more. So when you're expected to do more. Good example is Port Adelaide. You're expected mm-hmm. to play in a grand final because you finish first, you finish second, and you don't get there. Then that's what you get marked on. You don't get marked on, oh, because other teams didn't win finals, and you did. Oh, you did better. You get a gold star and you get to keep going. No, it's not good enough for the organisation, the list they had and, and where their goals were set. So they failed on their goals, and Leon Cameron failed with the playing group. Uh, if they had won, a prem- won that premiership, it's a it's a complete success Isn't and it's it? a complete pass and it's it's very yeah. very different. It's it's so such a, a fine line, pairs. Twenty four hours realistically is what we're talking about, or two hours, two hours of a game. The game is played it anyway, and his success. But really interesting. Anyway, speaking of his uh, successor, ah, uh, there we go. Oh, yeah, Look yeah, at yeah. that guy. Here we go. All right, whose uh, season may not be over; it could just be beginning. Is the the next GWS coach sports bet very quick on these opening the odds pairs at thirteen bucks was Alistair Clarkson, and within hours. He's coming. That came in, <laughs> surely <laughs> within hours. What's he sitting at? Five, so six he, bucks. Nice no, sitting four bucks. So four I'll go bucks? through the top five for you, Pears, and you can give me a. Um, besides the obvious, who who doesn't replace besides Clarko? We, we both think Clarko is the right fit for this list. He comes in. He's got the the respect <sighs> of the playing group. They have to play for him. They'll start playing together. He he, he you know guarantees success for him there. So pick someone else for me. Mark Mavay three fifty. Alistair Clarkson four. Adam Kingsley eight bucks. Adam Ouse ten bucks. Tied with James Hurd and Blake Carousella at the twelve. Oh. <laughs> Clarkson <laughs> to go from there. Now Mark McVeigh three fifty. That's way too short. Uh, I, I, I don't think. Yeah, what, what do they know? That's that's unusual. I don't think he's ready for it. I think he works at um, GWS at the moment. So that's why the you know the assistant coach is usually the front runner. They're, he's probably going to be. Is he caretaker? Is that announced yet? Uh, has been announced because uh, he's going to be playing this week. Uh, that, sorry, he's going to be coaching. That's another weird, that's weird thing, isn't it? That Leon Cameron's like, oh yeah, I get to play my farewell game. Are they trying to? Pump up the try Giants. Trying to get one more little week. sneaky win in there, Piers. Against Carlton as well. Carlton yeah, supporters not too happy today with uh, that announcement that you know, Leon Cameron's playing yeah, his last be, game. It would but be filthy. We'll uh, speak about that in round nine uh, in our bet slip. But Before you jump on, Piers, I might chuck a little sneaky down the other end. 34 bucks, Shane Mumford. Oh. Surely just goes in there and just says the job's mine and just smashes some heads. And then comes out of retirement and, and plays. Play a coach. Play a coach. Yeah, First one since like the 1940s. Could be hey, doing it. Thirty-four bucks—that is ridiculous. Or shit odds. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you—I'll give you a hundred and one dollars. Actually, I'll give you a thousand and one. The the next head coach, the uh, West Coast Nine at the nightclub. They—they <laughs> they all come in. They share the coaches' box together, and they're the, they're the head coach. What do you reckon? How, how does that work, Pez? Like, what what does that? What, sorry, what does that? Some of them might not. Some of them might not have a job. Like, <laughs> nah, the se- season's over for them. Season's over for for Leon uh, Cameron, and season over for uh, for one one more of. Uh, <laughs> Participant in football, and I'll hand it over to you, Pez. Yeah, um, North is is the other team <laughs> down down the bottom, aren't they? And uh, you know, 
when you're down the bottom, you want one thing. And, and some supporters, they hope to finish last. Some supporters hope to finish second last so they don't have the wooden spoon in the cabinet. Now, North have been good at collecting the wooden spoons over recent years, but the positive thing about a wooden spoon source is you get the number one pick. So Horn Francis, very highly touted. A lot of North Melbourne fans that I know were speaking about him uh, three rounds into 2021 because they knew they were already getting the first pick and, and they were going from there. And uh, he's just contract talks on hold. He's played how many games has he played? Six, seven? Contract talks on hold until the end of the season. Thank you very much. I don't want to negotiate a new contract like the other top 10 draft picks in the AFL because, you know what, I don't think I really want to be at North Melbourne because you're a shit club. Uh, let's be honest, Pez. They're, they've been uh, season over since November 24th last year. Oh. Uh, that was draft day. So the, the moment he got drafted there, um, there's, he had to – like, what, what's, he, what's he doing for a start? Let, let's be here. Let's be respectful of what he's, he's doing. It's so disrespectful to not even give them the basic extension. What, a two-year two year rookie contract? Sure, surely you can extend for the two years. But is he on a two-year contract to start? Has to as, be. As a number one pick, surely you can't have a one-year contract and then say, all right, I'm not re-signing with you, I'm, I'm going, because what's the point of finishing at the bottom getting no a number point. one pick? Exactly right. They would have to lock that down straight away. So it's the extension that would have tied him up for a long, long, um, you know, six, seven years, which which you would be throwing him. He's an absolute superstar. He'll win their best and fairest. But what, what more can this bloke expect? He couldn't have been expecting to go there and change the result and the platform of this football club? No, well, he's definitely not going to. If uh, Silvani at Carlton is saying North Melbourne is shit on the on the field to him the other week, like, oh, is that what he took to heart and goes, you know what, he's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna close contract talks and I want to go to a contender. He he's, he's not like that yet. He still needs to develop. He still needs to you know get some games under his belt. And I, I don't like the move. I, I think I don't think he should have extended his contract by any means. But if he's got two years, just don't say anything this year. Go into yeah. your next season and then maybe uh, round 15 or something, you start looking behind closed doors and then maybe let it go out into the media when your season is fully over. I don't think it was Silvani's words that, uh, that, that hit him hard there, Pez. I think it was more David Noble's uh, furious verbal spray that the uh, 108-point loss and you know some players visually and have come out in the media that they actually struggled to hold their composure after the address. And, you know, Pez, you and I have played sport all the way through. Is the verbal spray gone? <laughs> like it, the, the verbal the, spray's gone because Noble's tried. He's tried everything. Well, yeah, what else could he try? He's gone down to the verbal spray and a uh, few tears in the, in the North Melbourne <laughs> locker rooms, and um, I'm not too happy. A couple of uh, I'm putting my contract talks on hold, like straight after the meeting. Like I'm calling yeah, my that's, manager. That's poor timing and lack of maturity. And and whoever his manager is in his in, in their media, that that's really poor on that because it's just a bad look for North Melbourne. They don't need that publicity. They they just actually broke their their membership numbers for the first time in like ten years, which is really really positive. And now this comes out. It's just it's just not the way you, you organise yourself as a football club and handle yourself as a professional footballer. Oh, their recruiting hasn't worked. Their drafting hasn't worked. Uh, I don't know what else is going to work for him, but season over for North and uh, in the next few years as well because they're going to get another number one pick and are they just going to, before they get chosen, oh, I'm just going to put my contract talks on hold and uh, go from there. That might be the new in thing to do. It may be, Pez. And, and, you know, I've been one to say that North Melbourne shouldn't be the team to go there and I think that Hawthorne should be the team that goes to Tasmania. But if they can't with, withhold and at least extend to a three or four year, then they should be going there because it's just it, it's it's the AFL can't invest any money in that if they're giving them number one picks and even a number one pick who is seven games into his career doesn't want to stay that that's just what that, an eighteen year old like 
Dude, like, see, like see, seriously, yeah. It just, it. I, I find it actually just disrespectful that he's even doing this. Like, I think that just shows a lack of maturity and the arrogance of you know. He maybe he's a ready-made player. Maybe he's going to be a three hundred game player. But you're seven games in, mate. You're, Tom, you're, Tom Lynch still had to do a stint at the Gold Coast exactly before right. he went out. Yeah, everyone does. Everyone has to go through their two, three years or whatever it is. You give the the club that drafted you, who gave you an opportunity to play, you give them the the you know. Not everyone can get they, injured they in their them. in their year four to pick seven and then be a Joel Selwood and then come on to captain the club and you know play three hundred games, win premierships in his first year and rising stars and things like that. So Horn Francis, uh, yeah, get over yourself. Yeah, a it's, it's season over for him for the, the lack of respect. He has to win that back and when win back the North Melbourne faithful because all his fans. Ooh. And he, he's just been listening to that. So welcome to the show, Jason Horn Francis. <laughs> <laughs> Sources about to interview. Yeah, let's get into our bet review there, Bez. <laughs> <laughs> And straight into the bet review pairs, one way to get rid of uh, any sort of guests we don't want. We could just straight away impress them rather than after talking bad about them, our impressive round eight pairs. Because again, you have kept the streak alive, pairs winning and keeping that winning streak seven out of eight rounds, pairs. And I was back on the winner's board, both in a positive ROI this week. Oh, that's what you got to love. And uh, my round was absolutely monstrous sauce. And it started on the Friday night with Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs. I used a bonus bet and I, I just chucked it together. It was $5.69 and it was a $50 bonus bet as well. So when you get that and it gets up, you, you're very, very happy. Over 75 and a half in the first half. And then I had over 37 and a half from the first quarter, over 154 total game points, and then either team to win by less than 24 and a half points. And it looked like Port Adelaide were going to win by a little bit more than that at one stage. And then the Bulldogs, you know, steadied a little bit and all green ticks there. The cheeky bonus gets up to return 234.50 and off to, off to an absolute flyer. I couldn't lose from there. Couldn't lose from there. Round over for Pez. Uh, I had a I had two bets in this game. I had the Aaron Norton special, which uh, he kicked the sixth goal. Disappointing. And I had a three-leg same game multi and the Western Bulldogs needed to win. They did not. So for me... $60 down, two red ticks. Yeah, uh, you, red, red crosses. you you got to love it when uh, you see the Aaron Norton special and you're like, no, nah, I don't think you'll kick a goal in the first five and you just stay away from it. Well, yeah, cheers, uh, mate. You wanted to be all over that. Anyway, speaking of steering clear, I steered clear to the next one, the Dockers and North, and uh, that's exactly what Horn Francis should have done. <laughs> well, he, he might have, but uh, I had a three-leg same-game multi. I had under 173 alternate points, and the big uh, moneymaker in mine was under 77 and a half in the first half. I know Fremantle, you know, are a defensive side. I know North Melbourne aren't a high-scoring side, so that's why I put it together. Also, Fremantle to win minus 12.5, so I had to win by 13 or more. $2.58 for that, and yeah, I thought that was lot. absolute value. $25 on it, return $64.50, laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, speaking of laughing to the bank, I did the same thing in the Richmond-Collingwood game. I had uh, Shea Bolton to kick two or more goals, struggled up uh, early, he had a couple of points, kicked the two goals. Richmond to win by 1-39 to and over 170.5. Nice little bonus bet to collect one. 43.75 and uh, my round started a little bit late Pez but it was off Oh, a little 6.75 get from a bonus Ooh, and uh, yeah. not, a, not a cheeky 10 I but pushed a, a cheeky butt <laughs> but a, a 25 bonus is very good very good I had a, a small little same game multi $2.04 Collingwood plus 41 and a half over 76.5 total points for Collingwood alone and over 135 alternate total points uh, tick 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 uh, another double up yeah, another dull up, Pez, and it was a good tick for me, Pez, because uh, we spoke about this, and I steered cleared in the Sydney GW. Oh, uh, that's uh, a good Gold move. Coast game because of the uh, three out of four times they've played them uh, have resulted in Suns wins, and it was the same on uh, Saturday afternoon. Oh, and a big upset, and I, I was 
We spoke know, about it. We did speak about it and I thought, you know what, it can't happen again. Can't happen again. So I put a little multi together and I had Swans minus seven and a half. No no good. The the Gold Coast, right from the start, we're up by a bit. And uh, it was a draw at three-quarter time, actually, Source. And uh, Gold Coast were able to keep Sydney goalless in that last quarter and, and get a nice little 14, 15-point win. So really good for a young Gold Coast Suns team. They show this a lot, but they never, ever go on with it and they aren't consistent enough. Speaking of not consistent enough, Pez, we talk about uh, the one and only GWS who pulled up a 53-point belting by the Cats. I had a three-leg same-game multi. Two out of three ain't bad, Pez, so I got my bet return. Missed the over 166.5. Bit disappointing that I uh, had the gamble there. Uh, yeah, you had the gamble when when this was free money because uh, $1.74 Geelong, especially with that blue bet, I got paid out at half time. I was very, very happy with that. I uh, had the max 50 on it, uh, returned 87, and when there's free money on, on offer, You've got to take it. Yeah, Pez, and you know what? I should have uh, thought my Sunday advice because I took the free money with the Essendon plus nine and a half line with a massive comeback win. Had 25 on that and great collect it for me. Ended up at minus uh, plus 17 and a half yeah. before the game because, because of all the, uh, the, five, the, outs. the five outs. And Hawthorne were up by about 17 points and uh, just capitulated. It was uh, ridiculous. But I didn't have a bet in that game. And uh, I didn't have a bet in the Brisbane West Coast debacle of minus 72 and a half either. Yeah, Pez, I had a, a bit of a punt in that one with my cheeky and uh, it wasn't to be at all. And I just snuck home with a bonus bet. I had the minus uh, 120.5. And if uh, Brisbane Lions had pulled their head out early, they would have got there. But uh, two out of three again, Pez, equals a bonus bet. Not not a bad place with a, a um, $11 cheeky to be. Jeez, uh, they got the line right, didn't they? <laughs> they 72 got it and a half. On. It was uh, <laughs> 75 a, a points. goal with, what, 19 seconds to go going into that 50. It didn't look likely. And uh, West Coast were going to cover for all money, but it didn't end up happening. The next yeah. game, Melbourne versus St Kilda. We both didn't have a bet, and uh, Melbourne all over at 38-point win. Yeah, a bit of a non-event, Pez. St Kilda didn't really show up for this one. Uh, Melbourne was super impressive, and there's not really much you want to talk to that. Uh, their first half was absolutely amazing, and we, we move on to the Carlton-Adelaide game. I uh, was looking at my profits over the weekend and thought, you know what, I'll just put this out on Twitter at Behind the Bound uh, before the Carlton game. I did Adelaide Crows plus 58 and a half. Carlton minus 14 and a half. So uh, I just wanted to quickly talk about why I did that. I was going to do uh, Carlton 1 to 39, but I thought, you know what? I think Carlton will win, but I think they possibly could win by 40 plus. So I just gave myself a little bit of a little bit of rope there. So Carlton had to win between 15 and 58 points instead of 1 to 39. Uh, over 145.5 points. And Adelaide woke up in that last quarter and got it under the 58 points. So uh, another $2.33, double up and a bit more for that. Yeah, strategic way to uh, play with that line, Pez, and give yourself a little bit of extra rope. And it's, a, it's good when you can do that. I steered cleared in this one, and uh, exactly what Adelaide did in that third quarter, Pez. Uh, Carlton Bylon on seven goals in that. Get to our multi for me. I uh, had Richmond, Sydney, and Geelong. Sydney let me down. Escape with a bonus bet of 50 bucks. Yeah, bonus bet of 50 is nice to have, but you'd prefer, prefer, prefer the winning. Win. <laughs> uh, I, I had a multi and it was no good. And we did speak about this last week, Source, we because I put a dollar nine uh, Fremantle hit in there, which was uh, a, a free a free win, but I wasn't eligible for the bonus. So Fremantle won, Geelong won, missed out on Sydney because Sydney couldn't get over the line against Gold Coast. So I got across and I don't get a bonus for that, even though I only got one leg wrong. It would have been a nice little uh, return to add to my staked for round eight pairs. I staked 185, returned 191.24. So only a small margin of win, as I said, an ROI of 3.37%. What, what do you got? Two bet returns and two bonus bets. So Yeah, uh, so a little bit unlucky. But you know what, Pez? It gives, me so, it gives me a little bit of a free hit for, for this uh, this bet slip. And you know what, Pez? You, first time you'll hear this this season, I don't mind my oh, bet slip. 
source I likes like his bed like slip, guys. So uh, choose who you're going to follow along with. But I'll just tell you my round eight. Yes, I think I think I might be following you around to how well you've been going. <laughs> Jesus, I, I followed the rules last week as well. I know. It's like two hundred dollars return <laughs> on the money. Return four hundred and ninety-five and twenty-five cents, and I didn't even win the multi-source. So that oh, was a, that was a huge round. One hundred forty-seven point six two percent in the ROI takes my year to date. Staked one thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars and two cents. Returned three thousand three hundred and forty-five dollars and eighty-two cents. ROI of seventy-one point five seven percent. It keeps growing, and. The, the more money you stake, the harder it is to keep growing the ROI. And uh, it's creeping up there, which is which is very nice. Yeah, it was a little frustrating for me, Piers. I had a positive round and went down in my <laughs> year-to-date year to total. So staked for the year 1320.99, returned 1624.43, an ROI of 22.97%. Uh, went down 3% since <laughs> last week. And if you are listening to this pod and you, you do, you always choose your own bets. But if you are following along with any of the bets and, and you know, you you get a little money in your pocket. You just all you need to do go on Twitter at behind the bound and just just give it a like. The uh, the little, you know, the, the around the the round recap or whatever it is. Uh, we've been we've been winning. The little emojis are there, and uh, it'd be much appreciated by the fans to just uh, hit that little little like button on Twitter. Hit the like button. Hit the retweet button as I hit the uh, the bet slip intro button. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Now bets with an opportunity about fifty metres out. I was with a mate, and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave, and he, he said, um, "I think I'm going to whack ten on on Maxie. Do you want do you want some as well?" And I, I said, "Oh yes, yes, yes." Straight into things, Pez, and uh, hopefully you can continue the special run, uh, and hopefully the betting companies have offered us something special as well. Cyril takes a special and goes bang! Oh, it is very special this week. So round nine, you've got the bet returns from sports bet. Well, you do, Sauce. I, I do. don't, as, as we go. Ladbrokes, have, they've kept it the same as last week. So um, Unlike them. So, and, and Ned's as oh, well. Ned's so, as well. <laughs> yeah, because they're the same company. Same Just company. Different colour, same company. Uh, jump on at Behind the Bound. There's a nice little graphic there if you need to see what it is. Uh, Bet365 just have the increased percentage on multi-offer. Tab, you've got the head-to-head multi-special at three-plus legs. So that's the best one that I could find for the head-to-head multi-special. They've got the same game multi, four-plus legs or more. And a lead halftime lose venue mode. Moneyball have their same game multi and their uh, multi-offer as well as these two sources. So see if you are interested in these this week. Dugowie, a half triple-double. Uh, $20 is the max bet. He's got to have five kicks, five handballs, and five-plus marks. So it's a it's a half-triple-double, paying three bucks. Uh, we'll talk about that maybe in the Collingwood game and see if you like that. The next one's in the Sydney-Essendon game, Buddy before Wright. So Lance Franklin to kick a goal before Peter Wright. Max better twenty bucks, but the odds they're giving you is three bucks for that one. So I don't mind a little little I, lick of that one. I don't mind the actual uh, enjoyment of watching that bet unfold. I think oh. that's a great little game within the game, and I think it's it's something that they should have more on because balls, it's good to watch. Balls down the other end, you're like, yep. oh no, I need oh, it down yeah. there. Oh, is Buddy going to yep. get it? It's it's like a a better version of the first goal scorer. Yes, because first goal scorer, yes. you know, it's not a great. It's bet. a head to head market. It's a head to head market. I oh, love it. They should be able to, they should put that into a regular special with like a lot of things. You know, you can be like, this person kicks more. Goals in this person who yep. kicks a goal first, love that. Yep, very. Oh. We're very uh, behind that. And and blue bet, you know, the the fans can always get on and say what they what they want. You've got uh, the twelve points at halftime, so head to head twelve. If you're up by twelve points or more, you get paid out. You've got the uh, the multi bonus, so three plus leg and one fails. Yeah, that's all right. So a blue bet over there. 
They've got the, the footy multi bonus as well. Uh, same game multi as well there. So Smith's Crips is the other one. 60 plus uh, disposals between Smith and Crisp for Collingwood, paying six bucks. Uh, that's uh, too much disposals Way there for much. me. You lower that to, to 50 and uh, lower the odds a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I might take 52. that. 52.5, I'd have a punt. Yeah, just uh, give it to that. And uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Chris Brooking on uh, on Twitter there. They've said, uh, surely you're all over the points bet handout this weekend. Uh I can't actually see what the points bet specials no, are source, no, and neither can you. So Look, we're both being banned, and both uh, being banned. Oh, I can't see them. So if you know what, if, if they're any good, and you know, we love the listeners to make money and take advantage of it. Uh, just post it there, uh, a screenshot, so we can see what they are, and uh, other people can see what they are yeah. because we can't provide it. <laughs> can't provide it, pairs. But one thing we can provide is is my new favourite betting agency, Picklebet. <laughs> Piss off with they've got bet. they've got some great bets this week, Pez. Uh, again, still growing their their company and their legacy. How did this get through? Colling- pre-show? Coll- Collingwood to win and Jordan Dugowie to score two goals, twenty percent raise, uh, four fifty. Terrible. Richmond to win by one to thirty nine. Dustin Martin to get twenty five disposals. That's probably the best one and the closest one, four eighty. Buddy Franklin to score three goals and Sydney to win by one to thirty nine, four thirty. And the last one, Sam Walsh to get 30 disposals and Charlie Kuno to score four goals, 5.20. You can get better odds than <laughs> bloody so sports much better bet, than that. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's Pickle Bet, uh, our new favourite, Pez. Uh, <laughs> no, don't, uh, don't listen to Pickle Bet, but let's get into round nine and uh, our bets. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and... Um, we were getting, getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi. Do you want do you want some as well? And I, I said, Oh, yes! 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 Yes, 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 Pez. The, uh, the AFL has listened to us and they've gotten rid of the double header on the uh, Friday night experiment, but still, still no Thursday night footy. Yeah, I didn't like the the two Friday nights. Uh, Thursday night footy is is making a comeback in uh, the upcoming rounds, though, so we're very excited about that. Exciting for that, pairs, and exciting for the Friday night clash. This should be an absolute cracker. Both teams just sitting outside the eight. Collingwood playing Richmond. Uh, sorry, playing Richmond, playing Western Bulldogs. The uh, Pies going as outsiders at two twenty eight. The Western Bulldogs favourites at a dollar sixty minus eight and a half is the line, pairs. Ninth versus tenth, season on the line. Surely the doggies start to bounce back. Yeah, uh, it's it's very interesting. You'd, you'd have to you'd have to think uh, both sides coming off a, a disappointing loss, no more so than uh, the Western Bulldogs' performance last week against Port Adelaide. Uh, but I, I, I th- am going to back the Bulldogs in. Yeah, I like this one. Uh, for this one. I I don't know how Collingwood are going to go and bounce back. It's ninth vers- versus tenth if you're looking at the letter at the moment. So an upset you're expecting. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you got Ginevan who's uh, out with an illness thank, this week. Uh, thank God. Jeez, he's frustrating to watch unless fella. you're a Collingwood fan. Uh, Bianco out as well. But we've got some big ins for, for the Western Bulldogs. You've yeah, got Bonton Pally uh, and Alex Keith being two of the massive ins. They've missed Alex Keith down in so defence, being their best defender. And Bonton Pally obviously being their, their superstar midfielder slash forward slash wherever we want to put you uh, on the night. So because of those two ins, I am going to back the Bulldogs in here. I've gone... Uh, the Bulldogs minus seven and a half on a, on a two dollar line in a same game multi with the Bulldogs plus twenty eight and a half, and the Bulldogs to win the second half. So halftime, you start at zero all. I want the Bulldogs to win that second half. Two dollars thirty two at Neds. Uh, the three legs there put twenty five on it. 
Yeah, I love that, Pez. I love the $2 lines that you can get with Neds on that Friday night. I've done the same thing. Western Bulldogs, minus 7.5. The alternative handicap, Pez, with the actual free hit that we get, 16.5 alternative handicap. I've gone the over alternate total points, 148.5, Pez. I think this game's high scoring, high flowing with the way that Collingwood are attacking. In the you know Western Bulldogs, we know, can control the football a lot. So that gives me odds of 251. I've gone the max bet, 50, uh, Pez. And one of the rare of actual uh, money where I'm spending and not bonus bets. So <laughs> that's uh, perfect for my... Uh, Friday night to open up my round. Yeah, can I change to Collingwood because you're on the Bulldogs or... Pez, are we still winning here? We're still winning here. Yeah, I know. I told you, I should have just let you go first and be like, oh, you've read my mind. I've got the same thing and (laughs) just quickly whack it on. But uh, let's get into the Saturday night uh, traditional time slot, the 1.45 time slot. Another cracker. This is at the G. Hawthorne taking on Richmond. 3.35 outsiders Hawthorne after an impressive start to the season. Richmond with their superstar back pairs. $1.31 plus 19.5 is the line or minus if you're going on Richmond. Uh, This should be an absolute uh, ripper there, Pez. And and I think Richmond win this game impressive and they are definitely getting their dynasty back on track. Yeah, uh, Hawthorne really disappointed in that last quarter against uh, an Essendon side there. But uh, Richmond, you know, they're starting to come alive a little bit. They were able to beat uh, Collingwood last week. Dion Prestia and Vloston to come back in to make their side a little bit stronger. Chad Wingard and Mitch Lewis to come into the Hawthorne side as well. The line's really interesting for me at, at 19.5. It's right in the middle of that 1-39. to 39. And, you know, lines are, are usually pretty good so I'm going to go off that and I'm going to take Richmond here to win because I think they'll win but I'll go Richmond 1 to 39 they don't really uh, win too many games 40 plus the Tigers so they just cruise if they get you know four goals up or so and Hawthorne have a tendency to start strong in the first quarter and you know keep with a side so Richmond 1 to 39 into Richmond a fixed win and Richmond to lead at three quarter time those three together well actually 1 to 39 gets me $2.10 but I put the uh, lead at three quarter time as well Mm-hmm. It bumps it up to 247 Lovely. and gives me insurance there. So 247.25 on it. You're loving that one, Pez. Uh, I've used my bonus. Oh, well, it comes up funny on the way that we're putting on the bet slip here. I've used my bet return, one of those ones that you're not allowed to have, Pez, but those specific ones for the first game of the day or whatever it is. And I've put the 50 down from that. Uh, just a real straight one. I agree Richmond will win this game. Um, I've just put them straight up on the head-to-head. And I've gone Shea Bolton, Pez, to kick uh, two or more. Give you his tally for the year. Three, two, three, two, nothing, one, three, two. So that's uh, going to be a good little win for me on my bonus bet, Pez. And I've put the 50 at $2.20. All right. Yeah, two twenty. Yeah, not bad. Not as good as two forty seven, but yeah. oh, it's not bad for two legs. You're, you're being realistically, you're doing one leg, so uh, yeah, you're right. So <laughs> anyway, we get on to uh, the well, the North Melbourne Port Adelaide game, Pez, and I'm a little bit surprised in the odds in this one. North Melbourne, uh, the sports uh, bookies are giving them a little bit of a crack here at six twenty five. Um, Port Adelaide, a dollar eleven heavy favourites. The line minus thirty seven and a half. This. It doesn't matter where this game is being played, Pez, because this is going to be an absolute shellacking. We're, we're at, uh, is it Bloodstone Arena down in uh, down in Hobart That's there? That's the I'm, one. I'm not familiar with uh, Port Adelaide playing uh, down there in, in those conditions, but uh, North, you know, we just bashed them a little bit in the in the season. Actually, we didn't bash North. No, we didn't. We bashed Horn Francis. We bashed Horn Francis, because North Melbourne, they needed that, I think. They, they needed, needed a week off from you. Needed a week <laughs> off for him, and, that, and no, that's you, good. From, from you, from you, from, oh, from me. <laughs> you bashing him. Well, well, that's very good. But you know, uh, Horn Francis is injured this week. Perfect. Um, so he's out. Isn't that convenient? And because he's out, I'm uh, going to go a little bit cheeky on uh, on North here. Cheeky. So I've done this once before this season, and it didn't work out too well. But I've gone the total game points under 156.5 because. 
Uh, I know Port Adelaide historically a high scoring side, but it could be. They could get 156 on their own. It could be a bit windy down there. And uh, North scored 24 points last week, so just (laughs) just be aware of that. Um, But I have gone Hugh Greenwood to get 15 plus disposals. North Melbourne first half line plus 18 and a half. So this could be over for me at half time if Port Adelaide are up by 19 or more. And the full time line of North Melbourne plus 37.5. It gets me exactly five bucks, and I've just. Put the cheeky 10 on there and uh, just a little dig at Horn Francis. Get out of here. Get out of here, Pez. And uh, that's exactly what I'm hoping Port Adelaide do. I've, I've gone something extremely different. I don't normally go with this one, Pez, but I thought the odds were extremely great for, for what it is. I've gone Port Adelaide plus, uh, sorry, t- just 25 plus to win the game. And $1.41, I thought that was great odds for, for how low the, the line is and how the 37 and a half, um, you know, $1.11. So that, I've put the 50 on that, Pez, only to win 20 bucks, but I think that is free money. Oh, just to win the 20. All right. And uh, free money. You're taking uh, a little bit of what I said in the uh, thing. All right. That's just good. I've taken That's your good. advice, Pez. Yeah. Taking it from the uh, the guru at the moment. And when you're on a hot streak, you're going to jump all over him, Pez. And hopefully Jeez. you are swinging the right way in this one, Pez. This will be an absolute classic. It's the behind the boundary uh, derby, realistically. St. Kilda versus Geelong at uh, Marvel Stadium. Under the lights, under the roof. $2.10 outsiders are the Saints. $1.72 the Cats. Minus four and a half. $1.90 line as always, Pez. Surely you're on the cats. In well, this aren't we excited to be heading <laughs> to the to the footy this oh, week? I cannot uh, wait. Just maybe a couple of a couple of froths at a pub near Marvel Stadium and uh, oh, look it'd at ru- it'd be rude not to look what the Hawks and the Tigers are doing, and then head on to Marvel and then just keep those drinks flowing. Oh, just we're starting at one forty-five, are we? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> keep it going. And uh, last time we went to this game source, uh, Max King had zero six and uh, fell over himself in the forward fifty, <laughs> but uh, he is needs to get back on track for the for the Coleman medal so he needs to kick a big bag and he kicks a big bag here (laughs) and uh we win but he's not in my bet it's just straight up max 50 St Kilda to win with blue bet the 12 up special at half time $2.15 yeah it's a shame that your losing streak comes to an end because I've gone there believe it or not the other way I've got my bonus dollar my bonus stake $50 pick your own line minus 12 and a half what Geelong did last week was super impressive they actually play the uh, under the roof quite well St Kilda have been a little bit up and down it will favour them obviously under lights but Pez you you can't not do it if this was at the G or if it was at um, Alphabet Stadium you guys have (laughs) it But <laughs> but uh, because it's at Marvel, I think that does give the Saints uh, a bit of an edge and uh, we'll be able to hopefully contain Hawkins and, and Cameron. Hawkins can what about usually Stengel, the big three? Oh, don't worry about Stengel. He'll, he'll be the big fine. three, Pez. Is, is he playing for Adelaide still? No. no yeah, he's uh, Geelong through and through, I heard, after he kicked his third goal on the weekend. The commentator goes, oh, he, now he's in Geelong. No, he was in Geelong when they signed him yeah. at the beginning of the year. So there you go. Yeah, not an impressive little start from the small sword uh, forward, 15 goals, and uh, leading the, the Coleman in the top two pairs. It's a, the three-headed dragon. I love all the names that they come out with these things. The big yeah. three, the you know, the three-headed pussycat. Like, yeah, what, what are you guys doing? Better Just than Dalhouse, better than Higgins. Oh, thank God recruits. they finally got him out. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Brian Myers next. Oh, nah, I like him. Yeah, Unorthodox like uh, uh, kicking right. style. Yep. You remember the foot? Someone went to the footy the last time, and the guy just couldn't get over the fact that his name was Grind, <laughs> and he just gives you like Grind. Not calling like, him. Should it be Brian? It should be Brian. I'm not calling him Grind. Jeez, he had a few froths that day. But uh, speaking of a few frost pairs, uh, I don't know why because I'm sure after this game we'll uh, we might have a little dabble at this one. Sydney taking on Essendon at the uh, I think it's the SCG off memory pairs uh, without checking the SCG. The Swans are heavy favourites, a dollar twenty eight three six. Outsiders are the Bombers after their what second win minus twenty four and a half dollar ninety is the line. Pez, 
Bombers make it two in a row? Look, Sydney against <laughs> poor sides this year have not been great. No, they, correct. They have not. Against decent sides, they've been a lot better. So uh, they do need to pull their finger out here. But I'm, I'm staying away from lines and all of those things. I'm just going the straight money ball specials. Okay, I, I love that bet. Head to head. Lance Franklin to kick a goal before Peter Wright at three bucks. I'm taking it. Yeah, twenty dollars and one cent. I'm sure you've put on the max bet. Yep, twenty and one cent yeah. to win. Uh, what is it? Sixty, sixty and three cents. Sixty and three, mate. Pez. That, that'll be perfect for my bet slip and my ACD. Uh, not ACD, my OCD <laughs> with all the. I don't actually suffer from that at all. But let's get on to the Adelaide Brisbane game, Pez. Saturday night, the uh, the double header one that they traditionally have. Seven forty start at uh, Adelaide Oval. Four thirty outsiders are the Crows. Dollar twenty one favourites. The Lions minus twenty seven and a half. Over under for this one, Pez, 169. Very nice. 0.5. Oh, yeah, and a 0.5. Now, Adelaide, very disappointing. They, Super disappointing. Two weeks ago, thumped on their home deck by GWS. Yep. Last week, head to Marvel. Last game of the round. Thumped in the third quarter. Thumped by Carlton like they could not get anything going. Uh, quite embarrassing for the Crows because they're, they've built on, in the last couple of years, on effort and sustained effort through four quarters. So they're going to want to bring it against Brisbane, the second best team in the competition at the moment. But uh, I can't see it happening. I see Brisbane having a comfortable win here. So I've gone a three-leg same gamer. Uh, Brisbane to win. Brisbane minus 16.5 at the alternate handicap. And then Brisbane to lead it every quarter. So I want them to come out strong, they lead at quarter time and keep going. That by itself is $1.87. Put the other two in there, make it 202 and get that. Two legs uh, for same game insurance. Yeah, the the old uh, two for one deal pairs, and uh, hopefully that's what we're having in that first quarter pairs. Hopefully uh, Brisbane kick off because I've gone a little bit cheeky for this one as well. Cheeky. I've just gone a, a real basic one: Brisbane to win. Brisbane forty plus, and uh, the thing that makes it a little bit cheeky pairs is Cam Rayner, anytime goal scorer, first quarter. Ooh. That's okay. the tricky one. So I'm thinking with the the way that they will contain, and normally in the first quarter, your forwards are contained a little bit. He kicked the first goal last he week. Kicked the first one and the first first point, and then he also had another scoring shot last week in the first quarter. Okay. So I'm hoping that trend um, follows him. He's having a really good start to the season. That gives me straight up odds pairs of five seventy five, and of course I've gone cheeky with that ten bucks there. Oh, nice. Uh, just uh, on uh, half time when the when the sirens about to go, Brisbane have done it twice this year. Joe Danher playing on. And his, his goal obviously didn't count because he ran off his line. Mm-hmm. Cam Rayner did it on the halftime siren against West Coast as well. And that kick nearly cost the, the linebackers of Brisbane as well because that would have been the extra six points that they would have needed. They covered it anyway, so it was all good. But you have to be aware of how long he's left in the quarter and don't run off the line. Someone has to be yelling out. How tall the awareness though, Pez? Because around the ground, they put up the signs two minutes like the one-minute signs, they put up the little cupcakes, they put up the little... Put up the little emoticon, whatever Whatever they're doing. Surely if you see that, when you you got your 30 seconds, you look over to the bench, that guy up there is like those guys outside the um, the shopping centres doing the little flips around and the signs and that. Surely you just look over and be like, oh, there's one, I'm not playing on. Every team has that player, though. Everyone. That, you know, wants to talk and someone has to be talking and saying, hey, Rainer, Rainer, oh, don't... What, that's what happened when, uh, don't uh, don't the, the, you know, big sources out, mate. That's what happens. Yep. All right, there you go. The old soft drop. All right. The old uh, soft drop. We get into a, you know, great Sunday footy here. We've got some uh, great teams playing. You well, got do you know what, Pez? It actually is a great, uh, it's a great Sunday until the last game because the Gold Coast are informed. They had an impressive win last week. and they Playing take, at home. They're taking on Frio. 
who are you know sitting third at the moment. Um, oh, I think this is great odds, by the way. Just quickly, Fremantle dollar fifty. That is an absolute steal. Gold Coast two sixty outsiders. The line is minus eleven and a half. And uh, Pez, uh, for me, this one's really simple. I think I think the bookies have this wrong, and it's an overreaction from a, a side that actually plays well at the SCG and well against Sydney. Fremantle should be heavier favourites. I don't care where this game is played. Yeah, well, I did think that when I first saw it, a dollar fifty, a little bit of uh, overreaction to Gold Coast win over Sydney, um, but I'm not putting my money down on this one at the moment. I want to see a little bit more uh, information. Gold Coast at home have been somewhat impressive uh, mm. in, in certain cases, uh, so we'll, we will see how it goes. The the problem for me is I can't really go a, a big biggish line for Fremantle because they they're not the highest scoring team either. So uh, wait and see and a steer clear for me. Yeah, I'm sort of with you, Pez, in terms of not putting my own money on it. Uh, I'm putting the bonus bet down. So it is my money in uh, by retrospect. But I've gone the minus 10.5 line, jumped on a little bit earlier in the week, Pez. Uh, 25 bucks on that one as the bonus bet. I think the I think Fremantle do this pretty easy. And yeah, you're right. They may not score highly, but they do contain their opposition. And they've had some absolute recruits there and some great first-year, second-year players. And I, I, I think they're the real deal, actually, Freya. Oh, r- real deal. And, uh, real deal, Neil. Nat Fife, not even... Not even pulling on the boots this season yet. So uh, how is he going to sit back in and and fit in there? But uh, the the farewell game. The farewell game is, you know, GWS take on the Carlton Blues. $1.78 favourites are the GWS Giants. Obvious swing here with the uh, final game. Last hurrah, uh, I guess, monkey on the back sort of thing. Carlton, the Blues, $2.08 outsiders. After a very impressive start for the Blues from uh, their last 10, 15, 20 years, uh, starts of the seasons, minus two and a half line pairs. This one is an overreaction for the whole last game thing. Uh, oh, I don't know. Like, are you, you're not celebrating his, his last. I mean, if they were playing for years, him, he'd they? still be there, wouldn't he? Um, the, the tent that they had the other week when they played at home, the, the Tom Green tent. Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon it's going to be the Leon Cameron tent? Nah. Well, oh, you know, you gave me the odds of the next coach. So before I go into my thing, I've got a little. Uh, some odds for you. Um, oh. the, the place where I work slash volunteer slash uh, do whatever, you know, during the week when I'm not podcasting. Yeah, when, when I'm not podcasting full time. We had a couple of positions open. Oh. So it's, it's a big ground and a big area. Um, and we've got some some traffic around uh, as well. So we've got Lollipop Lady at three bucks for Leon Cameron's next, next gig. We've got uh, Canteen or Tuck Shop uh, Seller. So they they got to be in there, you know, taking orders from from people, getting the the big M's, the the, cho- the nippies chocolate milk out. Uh, that that's sitting there at four fifty, and, and then you got the the big one at, at eight bucks, which which this could be, you know, a, a little bit just uh, just a part time a gardener and maintenance person, just you know, picking up the leaves and uh, doing that, sitting at eight bucks. So you got you got the three there for Leon Cameron's next gig. What do you got? Out of the tuck shop, the ground person, <laughs> he, he, and the lollipop lady. Was that was that seriously the lead up for for a no joke? I thought you had some sort of clever joke there. No, I, I, this isn't a joke. This is serious. We've got those three positions open at your school. What? What do you mean, my school? What are you What are you talking about? Just I'm, a part time area where I work. Oh yeah, apologies. Um, yeah, you don't work at a school. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Uh, at the yeah, you, you're part time establishment. Yep. So you think Leon Cameron is going to apply for those? Oh, what else? What other choice does he have? He's not getting a tent. No, but he's he's going to be paid out from his contract. Yeah. Well, the, the the money he's going to be paid remaining on that is much more worth than than uh, the road that your establishment is on, Pez. Well, what, how about this? 
He gets his payout. He's allowed to bet on AFL footy. He bets the eight bucks that he's going to be the grounds person and clean up the leaves, and he just puts it all on there. He times his pay times his payout by eight, multiplies it by eight. Retire and happy man. All he needs to do, Pez, is put his contract, whatever's being paid out, on the Blues and then just give his normal inspirational speech and then it's an easy free money. because He's not allowed <laughs> to bet on him because he's still coaching him this well, week. Technically, he's not. Technically, he's resigned. Oh, Sauce, you've got to read the fine print, mate. No, what do you mean read the I can't believe we're still talking about this. Anyway, what are you betting on this one, you flog? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, let's go for Leon Cameron. He's going to go out on a high and then he's going to come down on a low and uh, clean the leaves. So, Giants minus 7.5 at the alternate handicap. Uh, Giants minus three and a half as well. And then Giants to win those three legs together, 210, 25 on it. Just uh, let's see the orange and Leon Cameron out and get the Leon Cameron tent up at the at the ground. Come on. I can't believe in all that joke you didn't have the, the painter because he was going to paint the town orange, Piz. I can't believe that's not what you were leading into. No, the place where I... Do my part time. They don't need it. They don't need not, a paint. We don't need painting. <laughs> I've been there, Pez. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Pez, uh, I apologise to all our listeners that you had to put up with that. Uh, I'm steering clear with this one, just like Pez should have steered clear with wherever the hell he was trying to lead into. Let's get into, ooh, let's get into the nightclub nine taking on Melbourne. Lucky for them, they're in their home ground. They're in their home uh, home state of the SBS Stadium. West Coast taking on Melbourne. Seventeen dollar outsiders are the West Coast Eagles. Melbourne. A dollar two, and you know what? A very enticing minus sixty and a half line. Uh, I think last week was the the Brisbane Lions were seventy two and a half at a dollar one, so that's not bad odds at all. Sixty and a half. They might be scared that um, Melbourne aren't going to play their full side because they don't want to get infected with COVID and and throw their season off the rails. But uh, you pissed me off with uh, your response to that uh, little <laughs> GWS gig, and uh, I'm just going to steer clear of this. Yeah, as if you were been the best. <laughs> Uh, Pez, I'll, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm so angry that you've put the bet uh, that you know you've talked to the, that into our podcast. I'm steering clear as well, but uh, I'd probably be leaning on the sixty and a half. I think Melbourne don't put the queue in the rack for that one. You think the dollar one's safe? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put it together a multi with with tab source. Uh, I'll, I'll get over your little shen- shenanigans and uh, oh, shenanigans. You uh, Sydney. Head to head at a dollar twenty nine. Brisbane to beat Adelaide at a dollar twenty, and uh, Richmond to get over Hawthorne at a dollar thirty four. Those three together, two dollars and seven. Haven't multiplied it or anything, so I am eligible for the bonus Ooh, this week. You. And uh, the max fifty, max fifty. I've done the max fifty as well, pairs. I think there's five good games to, that I'm going to win on, and I've gone the tab five leg special. So two are allowed to fail with money back. Richmond, Port Adelaide, Geelong, Sydney, and Frio. He's gone the five. I've gone the five pairs, and I'm pretty confident. You hear that? The cats are in there too. The cat. Oh, there you go. There's one me, of your favourites. Gives fails. me nice little odds of five dollars eleven, and uh, that is going to really set up my uh, set up your little bonus account for next week. Oh yeah, <laughs> betting on round ten. With your little bonuses and yeah, bet returns. You be quiet, mate. Uh, t- speaking of uh, being quiet, where can our listeners uh, who have been a little bit quiet, where can they uh, get on and tell us <laughs> about your quiet. shitty bets? That is, that is a shit joke <laughs> as well. Um, at, at Twitter, at behind the bound, and you get on there and you have a look at uh, some of our recent tweets, and you see Ooh. the ROI. Pez, 71% for the season in the in the positive source. So uh, can't be said enough, and uh, I, I probably haven't spoken about it enough tonight. No, not on the show, thank God. You, no. I actually would have preferred you to talk about that than you, your vacancies at your uh, work establishment and not even put in a good joke with a painter. Look, I, I just got a message uh, from someone at the establishment, <laughs> and they said uh, they... They're looking at painting a feature wall orange. So oh, there uh, we go. So painter has, has Get gone some in vitamin there. C in there, Pez. At $14. And I just got another message. It's actually been taken down because they've just decided that that is a shit idea from you. Yeah, rubbish, rubbish, rubbish uh, segue there, Pez. Horrible. 
Segway to what? I don't know. Shut up. Are you going to say anything? Or <laughs> no, what? I'm not going to say no, anything. No, you're not. So get on Twitter, at Behind the Bound. Uh, don't listen to Source. If you if you want to follow along with a winner, follow along Pez's bet slip. Uh, on Pez. Peace out. Yeah, very mean tonight. Uh, <laughs> I'm the same as I always Oh, sorry. Am. I thought you already said goodbye, mate. Uh, I'm still Source. We'll catch up next time. And as always, if you're having a punt, bet responsibly. Now, now.